My name is Jeremy Devins, and welcome to the Yoga Teacher Training Podcast. Today's episode 13, Review Your Past Year of Teaching. And I've created a free workbook to go along with this episode that you can get right now at quietmind.yoga slash 13 review. Before we get into that today, I want to say this episode is brought to you by the Mindful New Year Retreat. You can learn more at mindfulnewyear.com. And I'm super excited because I just got to have the chef that I wanted, the cook that I wanted to come and she's going to be there to cook the Indian Ayurvedic meals. Her name is Jyoti. She's a student who's I've worked with over the last year and I know she's a great cook, so I'm super grateful she'll be there. And we'll be talking all about reviewing the past year, just like in this episode, and planning for the year ahead based on yoga, Ayurveda, and Vedic astrology. So what I'm going to do today is walk through this free workbook. So if you're just listening right now, that's fine. You can go back later and get the workbook or just take notes yourself uh, if you're not able to download this right now. But basically, it's in three steps. And the first step is gratitude. And just to give you an overview, the second step is about reviewing the past. And the third step is about planning for the future. So gratitude comes first in my perspective because it starts with this attitude of gratitude, as you've probably heard. Uh, people say that little catchy phrase. Or what I've always thought is that when you appreciate what you have, what you have appreciates in value. So if you start any sort of intention setting or goal setting from a place of completion and wholeness and knowing that you are enough, you have enough, you've done enough, you don't need to prove anything Everything else is extra from there. And when we have those new experiences, we can be grateful for them and we can continue this stream of gratitude. It's when we get sort of stuck in the finding fault finding or uh, complaining or dissatisfaction that can help that can make us feel stuck. So starting with gratitude keeps the momentum going, I feel, and starts us in the right mindset. So again, if you're just listening to this, Maybe pause for a moment and just reflect, or if you're following along with the workbook, pause and take a few moments and, and really fill out. I left half the page blank for this, so you can write down anything you could think of. Like, I'm grateful for my teachers. I'm sure you have a teacher or some sort of method that you follow that really resonates with you. It's always a good place to start. I definitely would not be where I am without my teachers, and I often think of how grateful I am for them even just like little cues that I picked up from teachers that I say these things because I heard my teachers say them. And I, I have these little habits in my life now because I learned them from my teacher and I would not have those otherwise. And being grateful for the students you've gotten to work with, the people that you've gotten to share this stuff with and pass it on and give back. It, if Without that, then it's, this stuff sort of gets stuck in us and we don't get to share it. And that in itself is greatly rewarding, at least in my experience. Maybe writing about places that you got to go, places that you got to practice, little things that you learned in your practice, right? So there's really no right or wrong way to do this, just whatever you feel genuine gratitude for. And if you don't feel genuine gratitude, you don't have to drum it up, but just what you feel that you appreciate of from your practice, your teaching, anything to do with yoga or it could just be do, to do with your life of being grateful for the home you have, the food you get to eat, the people in your life, the friends, the supports that you have. So take a moment, 
to pause and write out whatever gratitude inspires you. All right, so I hope you had time to do that. And maybe you actually saw the Mr. Rogers movie that just came out with Tom Hanks. And there's a moment in there where he says, uh, just take a minute to, to think about all the people who have loved you and, and supported you. And in the movie, they actually take the whole minute in silence. It's really beautiful if you haven't seen that. Uh, it's another great reminder of gratitude. Now, before we get into reviewing the past, I also did include a mandala pattern on the front of this PDF just for fun. I've done that in a few different workbooks I've made before for people. And uh, I know some people are very artistically inclined and they get sort of into this, this more intuitive sensing, uh, this insight kind of perspective when they are using their creative mind, like doing things like coloring or drawing. So if that's you, then that's there for you. If not, it's just a nice little line drawing for you. So now we'll get into reviewing the past. And the first question is, what area have you grown the most this year and how so? And I've listed several areas. I listed the 10 core competencies that I teach in my teacher training, but you can list any area that stands out to you. And there might be some specific things that, I, that aren't listed there. So have you grown the most in your teaching in the last year in anatomy or in the business of yoga, is that where you've grown the most? And how so? Like, what did you learn? Did you learn new skills in, in social media marketing or promoting your workshops? Did you learn new teaching skills? Like, did you get better at mirroring or remembering students' names? And again, if, you, if you're not familiar with these, these concepts or maybe my interpretation of them at least, you can check out the free assessment I gave in the previous episode at quietmind.yoga.core10. It's another free assessment and you can go through and see at least what I would define as a sort of metric of how well you understand anatomy or the business of yoga or energetic anatomy or meditation or any of these areas. So to get back to the review for this week, though, it's just which of those areas do you feel you've grown the most and what area or in general, if you're just listening, what area of your teaching have you grown the most this year and how so? So taking a moment to reflect on that. Next question is, what were your biggest wins as a teacher this year? Maybe you got to finally teach a workshop that you wanted to teach for a long time, or you made an online course, or you started a podcast or a blog or a YouTube channel. What were your biggest wins, things that you really felt excited and lit up about and like, that's exactly what I wanted to do and I'm so grateful I got to do that. Next is, what were your biggest challenges this year? Was it something to do with like overscheduling maybe or not taking time off or were there certain areas of your teaching that like you're not comfortable with teaching uh, pregnant students or students with knee injuries or maybe you were challenged by uh, a certain working environment that you're in. Maybe you want to change to a different studio or go out to do more private sessions, but you weren't sure how to do it. Right. So whatever your biggest challenges were. And the next question is what worked really well, right? So not like just the wins, not like where did you grow, but what did you do? Who did you become? How did you show up that worked well to create those wins? And then the last question for reviewing the past is what did not work? 
So what contributed to creating those challenges? What took away from the successes and, and the growth? Maybe uh, working in the mornings did not work for you. Or maybe working in, in the evenings or driving in rush hour traffic. Or maybe there's some other aspect I'm not thinking of, but whatever for you felt like it was not working as a teacher, writing that here and reflecting on that. All right, so that's the second step. That's reviewing the past. And now the final page is all about planning the year ahead. All right, so I'm moving through this kind of quickly, but again, you can pause and, and take more time with these things. And uh, this is the kind of stuff I go into more detail in the Mindful New Year training. But if you're enjoying this, uh, this is, there's plenty you can get just out of doing this one exercise of this four-page PDF. But we're going to go right into the next part now, so planning the year ahead. And this is about guiding you through uh, what areas you want to improve this year. So looking back at everything that you saw on the previous page about reviewing the past and what areas you've grown the most, Maybe you notice that there's some areas that you didn't grow very much. Maybe you wanted to learn more about yoga history or philosophy or Ayurveda, but you didn't. And that would be an intention you could set for the year ahead where you say, okay, that's something I'd like to improve this year. Or maybe it's remembering your students' names or maybe taking more private clients or more corporate clients. Or maybe there's a certain time slot that you'd really like to have on your classes or maybe consolidating your classes so you're teaching all in the morning throughout the week instead of scattered. So whatever area that could be, uh, what would you like to improve this year? In the next part, so there's only three parts to this one. So this next one is about brainstorming ideas. So what would be most inspiring for you to focus on this year? So not just uh, an area to improve, but like, do you want to write a, write a book? Do you want to launch a website? Do you want more private clients? What area is really inspiring for you? What, where could you grow this year as a teacher? And what I encourage you to do is just brainstorm ideas and just don't filter it. So when you're brainstorming, I, th I feel it's better to just put anything you think of down. And I left a lot of space for that in the PDF and you could even take up more space and get another piece of paper and just write down even more ideas. I think for this sort of thing, it's better to have more space. And if you have like a friend or a peer you could do this with, so just bounce ideas like, what if we did this? What if I did that? And get a bunch of ideas down. And that's the next step. So you can pause here and do that. And then the final step is to go back through the list of ideas. And again, you do this separately, so you don't want to edit while you're brainstorming. But now that you've brainstormed, now you can edit and go back and circle the one to three things that most inspire you that you could focus on this year. And then after that, once you've done that, what is the one thing you can do today to move closer to those intentions? So simple steps. So for example, if your goal is to write a book, your one thing you could do today is open up a text edit document and write chapter one outline. And just like write, write down the outline of your book. Like what are 10 things I'm gonna include in the book? Or maybe if your goal is more private clients, you write down a list of 10 people that you could reach out to, maybe past private clients or uh, people you could ask for referrals. Or maybe if your goal is to launch a website this year, you could write down today's one task is that I, I look up at a comparison between Squarespace and Wix and or, you know, find uh, the best 
or the best for me, uh, website hosting site. Right, so you get the idea. So you start small and just do something. Take some sort of action, simple and small today, to move you in the direction of that intention. And that's it, right? So this is just a pretty streamlined, straightforward, quick start guide that you can do in about 10 minutes. You could take up to an hour with this if you want. But the idea is that you can just get some clarity, get some perspective, and get into action. And I hope that's helpful for you. This is based on processes that I've done over the past 10 plus years and over the past eight years of being a teacher since I'm recording this. In 2011, I started teaching. So if you want to do a full in-depth version of this that plans out your whole year, not just your yoga teaching, that's the Mindful New Year. That's exactly what I created that for. It includes all areas of life and includes aspects of Vedic astrology, Ayurveda, the seasons, and planning your year in a way that you know what days might be best for certain activities, what times, what seasons, what uh, certain areas of your life you might want to focus on at different times based on your moon sign. Because everybody has different areas, different houses of their chart that are going to be affected by the major transits coming up in the year ahead. So you can check that all out at mindfulnewyear.com. And again, if you want to get this free guide for today's episode, check out the show notes or you go to quietmind.yoga slash 13 review. It's the number one three in the word review. All right. As always, thank you for listening. Please, if you want to support this podcast, become a subscriber or leave a review. Because if you leave a review before January 10th, you'll be entered into a drawing to win a free ticket or access to the Mindful New Year online course. So there's an online course version and there's an in-person retreat. You can do either one, but if you enter for this uh, drawing, you'll win the online version of that. So all you got to do is leave an honest review in Apple Podcasts. And you can do that for this podcast or either of my other two, Quiet Mind Astrology and Quiet Mind Yoga. So you can enter up to three times. Again, thank you for listening and hope you have a great rest of your week.